and welcome to a very special episode of Rewatch Party, or should I say, the Fullest House Podcast. We're back, baby! I'm Zach Horowitz. <laughs> I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. That's right, folks. We are back uh, because we are celebrating something very special today on this episode. Sunday? This episode. Yes, yes, Mark. It's Sunday. It but it's also the August 27th? No, it is not Sunday. Wait, Mark, now people Saturday. know when we're recording this. <laughs> it's the day we're recording this. It's actually this. Saturday. Yeah. It's Saturday, now, right? Great. Now people know when we're... But it's also... Th- these are both true things, Mark. But it's also the 100th episode That's right. of Rewatch Party slash the Fullest House Podcast. So we're doing something special. We made it to 100 episodes, guys. Yeah! We made it. To we, made it. we did it, guys. If you tally up all our episodes, this is the 100th. So look back on all the fond memories of Garfield, J-Money, more J-Money, Carly. We watched that one episode of Boy Meets World with witches. That, that is fun. true. That yeah. is a thing we did. <laughs> We sure had some fun adventures in the past. <laughs> yeah, um, Tyler, if you could just play, like, cl- I know this is an audio medium, so it's a little hard to do a clip show. Come but the if you could, like, do a prepared. bunch of clips from, like, I don't know, like, every, the past 99 episodes that we've released. Tyler, I, oh Tyler, do one second from every episode. <laughs> That'd be so awful. Anyway. And Tyler, if you don't do that, I'll freak out. <laughs> he will. He's threatened this before many times. Yes. We're going to betray all of our, like, five yeah. fans. By yeah. You, <laughs> you don't have to show. do that, Tyler. Yeah. But yes. So what are we doing to celebrate 100 episodes, you may ask? We're taking it back to where it all began. Those eagle-eyed viewers of ours might know that we started off with uh, Netflix's Fuller House and watched through all that. And now we're finally going back to the much less successful prequel series. Full House. Full House. Yeah, of course. Can I make a suggestion? Or, sorry. Can I make a confession to you guys? Yeah. Go for it. I know we agreed, like, when we first started watching Fuller House, we were like, as a bit, we're going to pretend that Full House was a prequel that yeah. was not successful and we've never heard of. Past the first, like, two episodes we did that, I didn't really like that bit. <laughs> I was like, I just think it's confusing and I think it's cumbersome because every time we mention Full House, which was a hit show in real life and influences all of Fuller House, we have like someone has to be like, what do you mean Full House? The prequel? And I'm like, God fucking damn it. I I think it was fun for a little bit. I am glad that we kind of stepped away from that. Yeah, like eventually we can just like acknowledge that it is a joke that we have and like move on. Well, since we're doing a clip show, Tyler, can you include every time we've done that bit in this part of the episode? Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, Tyler, can you just I'm sure you know offhand, but if not, could you just scrub through 99 episodes of usually at least an hour long podcasts? (laughs) (laughs) And find that. Yeah. He's got nothing better to do. Yeah. What, 99 hours? You can get that done in an afternoon if you really buckle down. Yeah. <laughs> what is time? Anyways, we watched the the first episode of Full House. That's what we're getting at here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, I guess we can just dive right into it. So yeah. It, it really does do a good job just like laying it all out right away like telling you yes yeah. the premises oh, yeah. yes the this family recently lost its mother um and now uh the friend and the uncle are moving in <laughs> there you go yeah they don't they don't waste time like setting up why they're there or <laughs> yeah no danny danny's mom has been helping to take care of the girls and she's finally leaving and she doesn't want to leave and the girls don't want to leave but Danny basically lays out the entire backstory and says, look, I know you've been helping us ever since Pamela died, but we can do fine on our own. And Jesse and Joey are coming, so it's all going to be good. And that's the entire show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, really laying the groundwork there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they arrive pretty much right away. Yeah, it's like literally the grandma leaves and then like a minute later, Jesse shows up. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, like, as soon as they're done being like, oh, Jesse, you're here, Joey walks in. Yeah. But I do want to highlight something about Jesse's entrance because I think it's very funny. They establish his character right away because Danny's like, how are you? And Jesse starts talking about how he was on his motorcycle and he ended up in Reno Mm -hmm. and he started talking to this showgirl who's supposed to ship out on a USO tour and just has one night for some good old fashioned American. And Danny stops him and says, yeah, food. Uh, So and that is four minutes and 23 seconds in. Four minutes and 23 seconds into the first episode of Full House, of this family one of the most beloved family sitcoms of all time. One of the most beloved and I think regarded as very tame and very yeah. nice and very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Uncle Jesse is talking about fucking a showgirl. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> no. Hey, uh, I'm actually he didn't actually fuck right, the showgirl. I'm sorry. They, <laughs> it was a missed <laughs> connection, but he wanted to. Important distinction. He wanted to. He wanted to, but he didn't. It's like his character was reverse flanderized. I feel like in later episodes, he gets a lot more tame. (laughs) Right away here, though, he's like just absolute rocker bad boy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he goes from like, I have a motorcycle and I just wander around like a drifter (laughs) sleeping with women. And then in later episodes, like, I guess he just likes Elvis a lot. Yeah, well, Harrison, you forget J Money and Fuller House started as basically an Uncle Jesse type. Yeah. And then became the greatest character in the history of fiction. That's true. He <laughs> follows the same character progression. Oh my God. Yeah. And let's just say, Uncle Jesse remains a lot cooler than yeah, J Money becomes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, J Money's whole thing becomes that he is not cool at all. Do you think yeah. that, like, when Michael Campion grows up, he's gonna get like super hot and have like cool hair, and then like this the 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 inevitable fullest house TV show, he's gonna show up and just be really obsessed so. with with looking young and having hair and talking about how good I he looks so. the whole time. <laughs> I I hope he gets really hot. Friend of the show, Michael Campion. Yeah. I I hope he has success in his career. Yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of the hair. We are in the mullet stage of yeah, Uncle the Jesse's. Stage. Yeah, that is true. Of Uncle Jesse mm-hmm. and Joey to an extent, he's got kind of a mullet thing to going on to an extent. But it is just funny to reflect on, like so much of the show is about <laughs> so much of Uncle Jesse's antics are about how much he loves his hair, and to be like, "Yep, he had a mullet at the beginning. Great, yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> his beautiful mullet. His beautiful mullet." But yeah, he's he's here. He's down to fuck. <laughs> yeah. And Stephanie makes him play ballerina because yeah. Steph is really annoying in this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny here because like her yeah. whole thing this episode, she's like, oh, she's like a cute kid. Look at the cute yeah. kid. And it's very funny knowing that like she grows up to become an alcoholic in a yeah. Max and Fuller house. <laughs> it's so funny. She's just yeah. this little, like, seven-year-old who's so precocious. And it's like, I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny to look back at Full House, having now seen all of Fuller House. Right, yes. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, here are where all of these characters are going to be, like, 30 years down the line. DJ, the cool one, is just mom. Steph, the annoying, precocious kid, is, <laughs> like, the cool a alcoholic mess. mess. <laughs> After Bob Saget passed away, mm-hmm. I actually rewatched this episode, and I took notes as I watched it. Yeah. And my first note is, it is funny seeing Steph at five years old, given how much attention Fuller House pays to her alcoholism. <laughs> uh, well, it's actually happening in Full House, just behind the scenes. You never know. <laughs> oh, God. Not A seven-year-old with a drinking problem. This show's getting dark. Yeah, it's a very special episode. Every episode is a very special episode of Full House. Oh, God. I'm just imagining <laughs> oh, no. Danny. I'm just imagining Danny kneeling down to his five-year-old daughter and being like, Steph, honey, you don't have to drink to feel. Oh, no. You don't have to drink the pain away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I miss your mom, too. I'm going to say, let's move on before we get too dark. <laughs> the music yeah, plays. I, I do just want to say, when I say Steph is annoying, 
I actually, I don't know about you guys. I actually wasn't super annoyed by her. Oh no. Not Sometimes there are characters that show up and you're like, Oh my God, this fucking character. Like, like Joey. Like Joey. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Joey. But it's just that Steph's whole thing in this episode is that she's annoying. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, speaking yeah. of genuinely annoying characters. <laughs> Joey walks in. He has no suitcase. Uh, yeah, he has no suitcase. He's holding a bunch of dirty clothes, which he immediately hands over to Danny. I will say, though, I will never forget the time we were watching Fuller House, just on our own before the podcast was a thing. Yeah. And there was an episode where Joey just showed up randomly, and Harrison just had a guttural reaction of, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> which is really just the proper reaction to whenever Joey enters a yeah. scene. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, Joey walks in. He's holding all of his clothes. Uh, I and really when we say joke. he doesn't have a suitcase, that's just like the implication. They don't comment on it, but the fact that he's holding all of his clothes in his arms, yeah, it's yeah. like this man doesn't own Joey does, a yeah. single bag. He doesn't he does not own a presumably suitcase, he no. doesn't own anything because he's only holding yeah. clothing. <laughs> hey, hey, he owns a lot of clothes. <laughs> but here's the other thing: it's like they're not even like yeah. in a trash bag to make yeah. them easier to transport. He just, yeah, he's just he holding them all. He owns two of every outfit like he's, like it's fucking Noah's <laughs> Ark out yeah. here. Yeah, we, for you Full House fans out there, you know that of course, when Joey moves in, in that first season, he has a mannequin by his bed in the alcove, and the mannequin always wears what Joey is wearing, meaning <laughs> Joey has to purchase Two pairs of every single <laughs> item of clothing he has, he owns. Yeah. Maybe he's bankrupt. So he can dress up a mannequin. Maybe that's why he can't afford a suitcase, because he has to buy so much yeah. clothing. <laughs> yeah. Joey, you're like a comedian doing open mics. What are you doing? Do you think anyone ever goes up to him and is like, Joey, why don't you have, a, you have two of every article of clothing? Why don't you sell like the duplicate articles of clothing and buy yourself like, I don't know, a suitcase? Or a and Joey's like, why would I ever anything. do that? Jo jo Joey's like, cut it out. He doesn't say that in this episode. Joey's just like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, don't. I, need, I need the duplicate pairs. Yeah, and Joey, Joey says, I don't understand what you're talking about. Or, as my good friend Popeye would say. <laughs> Does the mannequin have a name? I don't think the mannequin ever yeah, has a name. I don't know. Name. I was going to say, it's like, that's ridiculous. Or as my good friend Jose the mannequin would like to say. Well, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just, I'm referencing the fact that Joey did many a voice on yeah, Full yeah. House. That is true. He does, in this episode alone, he does Popeye, he does Kermit the Frog, he does Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> he might have done another one that I forgot about. But yeah, Joey walks in with, Joey walks in holding all of his clothing. He hands it all to Danny and then he says, oh, this is great, guys. What are the odds I move into a house with a washing machine the same day I run out of clean clothes? <laughs> Which is and a Danny good immediately joke. drops yeah. the clothes. Yeah, Which is very good. We're going to be making fun of this to an extent. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Oh, me too. I love it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I did yeah. too. But we're going to be making fun. I just want to highlight, that's a line that I genuinely really like. That's a really good That's a yeah, joke it's that a good I line. really yeah. works. It's a good joke. It's a good bit. I like how especially like, the button to that is Danny immediately drops all the clothes that he is holding. Yes, it's very good. But yeah, he does, but he drops the clothes and then Joey immediately starts doing voices. I think he almost literally might be like, or as my friend Popeye likes to say, ah, dig, dig, dig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, something God. like that. That was more of a Mr. Krabs though, Mark. <laughs> I haven't practiced my Popeye. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying do better next time. <laughs> well, now that my feelings are hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. You're yeah. sorry. Your Popeye just, impression is very good, or at least has potential. No, I'm not. I'm your not Popeye saying it's good. I just great. don't like being called out. Well, let's I'm say sorry, your Popeye Mark. impression has potential, and leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, but when I watched it previously in my notes, I wrote down: Joey has been around for 30 seconds, and he's already annoying. <laughs> And then yeah. subnote under that, because DJ makes a face and is like, I don't know about this guy. DJ thinks so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to the fact that DJ is maybe the MVP of this episode. Uh, I know. Well, it's maybe crazy. co -MVPs I DJ and Danny are. I yeah. think they're yeah. the two. And I really Danny. do think 
Danny is, I think Danny's the true MVP because I think he is truly the glue holding all of this together. Yeah, this, yes. this would not work without Danny at all. No. Bob Saget's a really good TV dad. He's <laughs> a really good yeah. TV dad. It's been remarked upon before, but it's, so, again, just, it's so insane to remember that he's a really raunchy comedian because you watch yeah, this and you're crazy. like he seems like he was made in a lab to be a tv <laughs> dad he's so good at it it's not even like yes. that he did both it's that he's so good at it yeah yeah i'm also gonna say uh i had not so i had not seen this episode fully before but i have seen clips because there was a clip on like youtube or something mm where they had like shot the pilot with somebody else playing Danny Tanner. I forget the actor's name, uh, but it's like so different. The version between mm -hmm. the other guy and with yeah. Bob Saget. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that version and the other guy is being very goofy and there's such a genuineness to Bob Saget in this. Yes. And he is very funny in this, but he seem he feels so genuine and caring. He, is a, a perfect straight man to all these other characters, but also mm -hmm. is holding it all together emotionally as like, you know, trying to parent these girls and grieving the loss of his wife. Like he's just really good in this episode. I don't yeah. know what else to say, but the other MVP is DJ who just yeah. is done with everyone's <laughs> shit. I've I've come to the conclusion in Full House and Fuller House is the oldest child always the best. Maybe <laughs> so we have J Money. Yeah, yeah J Money's the best, and he is the oldest. I will say when I watched it as a kid, I think I liked Michelle the best. That's right. We haven't met character. Michelle yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or she's like, a we've she's met. In the she's episode, a baby. But she's a baby. But, yeah, like, she's what in do you the expect episode, from but her? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, when I was a kid, I liked Michelle the best. But like reflecting on it, I think DJ is the most interesting because we get to see her like really grow up throughout That's the true. series yeah I, I was thinking about that a while ago that like i really do did appreciate how we saw dj really grow up throughout the series yeah we see her go from like elementary school all the way all the way to prom it's kind of crazy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it took 12 years to make anyway <laughs> it took 12 years to make like, like boyhood like boyhood <laughs> boyhood um <laughs> But yeah, DJ's very sarcastic in this episode. She is not here for anyone's shit. It's great. <laughs> Especially Joey. Especially, Especially Joey. Not Joey. Again, yeah. Again, I was just taking these notes as I was going. I was basically live tweeting it to myself. And I just wrote, <laughs> Joey's been around for 30 seconds and he's already annoying. DJ thinks so too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I do appreciate that the show isn't like, you think this is funny, right? The show is like, this is annoying. <laughs> yeah. I, We're going to have DJ voice that. This is like, I think that's across the entire series, I believe, mm. where everyone's like, yeah, you know, you got your dad, Danny Tanner, your sisters, your Uncle Jesse, and Joey. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Uncle Joey. He's, He's just a guy. Uncle Joey. <laughs> it's so fucked up. He's just a guy who lives with them. We were like four seasons into Fuller House before you told me that they never call him Uncle Joey. My mind was actually blown. I had like the Mandela effect. I was like, yeah. Jesus, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, of course that? they call him Uncle Joey. Like, he helps raise them. It's so affectionate. And one, it's hilarious that they don't. Yeah. Yeah. And two, it's also, like, kind of heartbreaking, I must say. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Because later in the series, it's just, yeah, Joey's just a guy who lives in their basement. <laughs> I forget, but in Full Fuller House, I know there were some really heartwarming Joey episodes. Do they call him Uncle Joey in that? I forget. I, I don't, don't remember. think so. Jay yeah. Money has a line where he says yeah, Joey isn't our uncle. He's just a guy. Well, yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not their uncle in any way. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. But obviously, Joey was there for like their entire lives. Oh, that's true. He was. But there. that's just yeah. like yeah. I, Joey is not their uncle. He's just a guy. He's just I a do man. want to acknowledge just a guy who lives I, in their basement. I do want to acknowledge Zach. I do think it's so funny your description of Joey as some guy who lives in their basement. <laughs> He is, though. Yes, he is. No, it's okay. He has a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. We don't see Mr. Woodchuck in this. I know. Where's our boy, Mr. Woodchuck? It takes a while to get to Mr. Woodchuck, I think. I don't remember mm. when Aww. Mr. Woodchuck first appears. 
but at one point they are like, oh, Joey has this really professionally made woodchuck puppet. (laughs) (laughs) He carries everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, we do move on. Danny is showing Jesse his new room, which was Stephanie's room. Mm -hmm. It has pink bunnies on the wall, which is not cool for a macho guy like Jesse. Yeah, he only likes Elvis and 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 gunfights yeah <laughs> and cool guy things like guns and beer and showgirls he likes <laughs> he likes elvis motorcycles and his hair hair he's a real man's man yeah. we're really you know it's it's kind of upsetting how it's and it's unfair that like in our society boys are socialized to only care about Elvis showgirls and hair. <laughs> this show is a really touching commentary yeah. on toxic masculinity. It's it really is. I really appreciate it. And I just wanted to highlight that. Actually, that is possibly like a legitimate interpretation of this show, because part of the comedy is later, as we'll see. <laughs> Joey yeah. and Jesse trying to be mothers, basically. Um, yeah. This is my yeah. feminist reading of Full House. Yeah. <laughs> I will write a 30-page essay on it. Um. Yeah. Oh, honey, I'm making a five-hour video essay for YouTube. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Jesse opens the closet and makes a... He hangs up his stuff on these very small uh, hangers and makes a joke. I'm living in Webster's room. Just wanted to highlight that they reference a hit TV show, Webster. Yeah, which I had only learned about a few days before watching this episode for the first time because Mark Mark pointed out its, its existence to me because it's a, a show about a, a kid who is played by like a teenager who then grows up into it at all. He just had like a, a condition. He had a condition where he looked yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've heard of that uh, now, just now. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, it was a show about like a precocious, like three year old or something. But the three year old was played by a much older actor who had a condition that made him look younger. Yeah, we, uh-huh. we, we, were, we were talking about it because it is the horrifying premise of the Batman episode Baby Doll, which is deeply yeah. tragic and very well written. The, <laughs> they invent a Batman villain who her whole thing is she has the same. She she yeah. was on a sitcom playing a child, but she was much older. And a part of me is like, it's kind of weird that that's like a real person, right? That yeah, that's like the star of Webster. Oh my god! <laughs> are they are they saying that he's gonna kill Batman? <laughs> I mean, I assume he's much better adjusted than Baby Doll in yeah. that episode. But it's like, it's like if there was a Riddler in real life. <laughs> that is that is wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's just obsessed with riddles. <laughs> he's just obsessed with riddles and killing Batman. Yeah, yeah, Derry at the office just does not stop talking about riddles ever. It's really annoying. Yeah, like, oh yeah, your your weird coworker who only talks in riddles. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, there's that guy in the office, he's kind of, I don't know how to describe it, he's kind of a man bat, and he's a cool guy, but like, imagine how fucked up it would be if he went evil and tried to kill Batman. (laughs) Or like that guy, that other guy in your office who like half of his face and half his body is like totally burnt off. Oh no! Oh no, yeah, that's... That, that's that's maybe the closest one. Like, there's yeah. a guy with a real condition who, uh, who played a child yeah. on a TV show, and we're going to give a Batman villain that same backstory. It's it, it's as if you were like, hey, you know this guy you know with burns? What if he wanted to what? kill Batman? Whoa, whoa. Are you saying the Joker is not real? <laughs> well, the Joker is inside all of us, in the hearts of every gamer ready to rise up, isn't he? <laughs> what if the real Joker was the friends we made along the way? <laughs> Moving on. (laughs) Anyway, we there is it's a little scene where Danny thanks Jesse for helping him this way. And it's a nice little scene. But we've basically described everything that happens mechanically in that scene. Yeah. And we go over to Stephanie and DJ figuring out how they're going to share a room. DJ has. The scene is great. Yeah, she's. (laughs) She's yes, taken crepe paper and made a line across the room. This is a good uh-huh. scene. Yes. 
And she says, Steph can't cross the line. She can have her half of the room. And Steph is like, the door's over there. I can't <laughs> I get, get out, out of, of the room. Yeah. And yeah, DJ's, like, well, you, <laughs> DJ's like, well, you got to figure out a way to get out of here without touching the floor. Which is such a kid response. Well, I think she said something along the lines that. of like, go out the window and climb down well, yeah, the tree or something that, like that. Yeah, that's her fir- That's her suggestion. Yeah. And Steph's like, I don't know. <laughs> so her, so she starts climbing up the curtains and trying to parkour her way out yeah. of the room. <laughs> she does like a little monkey bars across the yeah. room and she gets to the end of the curtain. She's over the line and she's like, ha, I'm on your side and I didn't touch the floor. What do you think about that, DJ? And DJ just pulls the curtain open, <laughs> sending Steph back to her side of the room. So it's fun. so it's good. good. I really like that. It's one of my I, two favorite jokes I think that might have been my favorite bit of the episode. Yeah, I think it's mine as well. And then it is capped by all the, the adults walk in and Danny says, uh, Steph, Steph, honey, what are you doing? And Steph goes, just hanging around. <laughs> Oh, uh, Steph, you little rascal. Steph you. is a little rascal. I really love that joke. It's so yeah. funny. It's very good. It's a good bit. And anyway, they uh, they talk to the girls for a bit. And Steph asks, the scene ends with Steph asks for a piggyback ride. And Danny gives her a piggyback ride. And as they're exiting the room, <laughs> Steph turns to DJ and says, told you I'd find a way out. <laughs> she escaped. <laughs> she escaped. She escaped the prison. She's on the loose. <laughs> is, is this where the uh, Michelle diaper changing scene happens? Uh, that is the scene that happens. I We did neglect one thing that I think we should mention. Yes. Which is that when Joey enters the room in this scene, he sees the crepe paper hanging and makes a limbo joke where oh, he no. starts singing. Oh, yes. That's right. I forgot about this. You're right. He says, limbo, Dika Lakapuka. Dika Lakapuka. <laughs> uh, and I just want to pose to you, maybe play our favorite hold game on, from our hold days. On, hold covering on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna need you to say that again with yeah. that exact same tone of voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Limbo, Dika Lakapuka, Dika Lakapuka. That might have been the best way to say that, Mark. Kudos to you. Ten comedy points Thank and you. a bunch of laughter. <laughs> Is Thank you. that Racist! Yes. Welcome back to our favorite game show. It didn't take it long. Is that racist? Where the answer is always yes. <laughs> we do have a physical wheel that just says yes like twenty yeah. times every, on it. Yeah, every single section of the wheel says yes. Yep. But there's like a really small section that's like, you know, like one. That like says one hundred dollars. No. No. <laughs> no. None of it no. says no. It's like, no, it just yes, 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 yes. One hundred dollars. Can there also be like a tiny sliver that says yes, possibly, but it was made in a different era, and we should really understand that there were different sets. <laughs> yeah, of there's one. It's the yes, day. yes, yes, and then on opposing ends, there's one hundred dollars, and it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> but they're both like tiny slivers. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Ooh, oh you just missed it, Joey. <laughs> that is racist. I I'm sorry. <laughs> you could have won a hundred dollars, but it definitely was not a product but it was of its definitely time. Definitely racist. <laughs> definitely racist. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> but yes, Danny explains that he has to go to work. He's doing a segment on boxers. Mm-hmm. Talented athletes or bullies in shorts. What a piece to do for your radio show. And a two-part series to boot. Do you think like each part is dedicated to one side of the argument? That's a- yes. And that's at the exactly. end, it's like you decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it's that idea. Fair and yeah. balanced. Fair and balanced. Yeah. Fair and balanced. Fair and balanced journalism. But he asks Jesse and Joey to take care of the girls. Mm-hmm. Um and Next scene, they're looking after Michelle and, uh, well, she's crying. And first, Jesse yells at a baby. He just shouts at at her. He leans into the crib and shouts like, shut up. Did I? Did I block that from my memory? I cannot remember that happening at all. No, he does do that. I remember. It happens. Oh my God. It does happen. He yells at a baby and tells the baby to shut up. Now, look, we had a running. We had a running bit on the Fuller House podcast where I 
did not like Tommy Fuller. I thought he was not a good baby. He was a bad baby. <laughs> he was a bad I'm baby. not anti baby in general. I just think he was not a charismatic baby actor. Now, this begs the question what do you think of this baby? I think this baby is far more charismatic already. I agree, actually. Okay, it's a charismatic baby. Michelle is a charismatic baby. She's a charismatic well, yeah, baby. It's I the think Olsen she has twins. Star quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Olsen twins. She's going to play the witch in Beastly. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And then they're going to own a fashion empire. And go and move to New York and not come back for the sequel series. That bitch. <laughs> she misses several family weddings. So maybe maybe Zach hates this baby. No, I'm just referencing how like everyone in Fuller House seems to have this resentment towards Michelle because yeah. she doesn't show up to their family events. Yeah, they break the fourth wall multiple times to be like, hey, Michelle. Hey, hey, remember that scene from the first episode of Fuller House where they all stare into the camera after mentioning Michelle for like five minutes and it's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched? Well, what's really crazy is when it happens in this episode, you know, that that had no reason to exist. <laughs> it was a weird addition to this episode. Yeah, I feel like it was weird when they stared in the camera talking about the reboot and then they all like slowly went crazy about the future. And then all of a sudden like it like cut back to normal and like none of that happened yeah and it's weird they like looked into the camera and they were like mark you should kill your friends mark you should kill your friends mark you should <laughs> oh kill your no i just think it's like weird that that was in there did you guys notice that you know i can't well, say i mean i, I did. did i thought it was pretty weird i thought it was pretty weird because like my name is not mark so i thought it was very weird that they were saying <laughs> but, that but you did see it too no i did see it Wow. Good. I am scared for my life right now. Yeah, I'm going to cool. sleep with a gun under my pillow tonight. Um. <laughs> Guys, don't worry. We're in different locations, and famously, I don't like to drive. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they were talking about a different Mark. Oh, but yeah, maybe they were. T they probably were talking about a different Mark. Maybe like Mark Hamill. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Did maybe that was a message for him. Maybe it was like a. Yeah. Like, mm, that's yeah. true. Yep. So the Joker is real. <gasps> the Joker is real, and he played Luke Skywalker. Oh my god! Full circle. I know, Mark. You brought up that he didn't like the joke of uh, saying that Full House was the prequel, but I, mm. I, I, I did briefly consider saying, well, you know, it's a nod to the original, of course, with the, by staring into the camera yep. for, for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if it works, it works. It's just, I found as yeah. time went on, it just became so cumbersome because every um, time we mentioned Full House, like just, I'd say yeah. something like, well, in the original Full House, this happened and Zach would be like, Mark, don't you mean the prequel? How do you know that? And I'm like, can we just stop? <laughs> I do want to say though, could you imagine if Fuller House was like, like Full House did not exist and it was just Fuller House and it was the I other know. way around. Oh my and God. And in Fuller House, they mentioned a character who does not exist. <laughs> And would not show up until the prequel series made down the line. <laughs> that would be crazy. It's so insane. It's like, crazy. oh, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. even the first episode of the podcast, we were like, oh, yeah, our good friend Steven. What, where is he? Where's our friend Steven? And then Steven didn't show up until episode like 178. Yeah. yeah. But they mention him like all the time beforehand. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you just start to wonder what happened to Steven? <laughs> it's an insane way to watch these shows, to watch Fuller House first and then watch Full House. And we're not watching oh, all Full yeah. House. We're just watching the pilot. But insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very fun for me as someone who like did not watch Full House, <laughs> and, but has watched all of Fuller House now. <laughs> right. You sort of have that experience. I watched a lot yeah. of Full House as a kid, so I was... Very familiar, but yeah. How? Wh what did you think of of Full House, the original series? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I like I said, I had seen clips because I'd seen like the uh, comparison with Bob Saget and the original Danny mm. Tanner actor. Yeah. So I'd seen like some of the clips, but it was fun. Mm. I enjoyed it. That's good. Yeah. We we of course we lost track. Uh, Jesse and Joey were about to do the worst job anybody has ever done changing a diaper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh, right, right, right. First, they don't know why she's crying. And Joey decides he'll entertain her and do the sprinkler. 
and he like drinks uh, a little bit uh, of seltzer or something and starts like spitting it out. And he definitely spits on Michelle, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Jesse grabs like an umbrella and holds yeah. it over Michelle. Yeah. Implying Jess- that, like he did spit on this baby or he was going on- to. Yeah. <laughs> so he weird. He spit on a baby. Why? But anyway, they finally they finally determine, oh, she needs to be changed. So mm. Jesse holds her top half and Joey holds her by the legs and they run her to yeah (laughs) Yeah. they run her downstairs to the kitchen and then they they decide to put her in a pot but of course they put a meat rack and a towel in the pot I'm just gonna preface this by saying all of Danny's cookware is ruined in this scene burn it all burn Burn it it all. all yeah because Joey touched it, not because a dirty baby touched it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because of Joey. Yeah. Um, but so Sorry, they put her in this pot with a meat rack. <laughs> being very mean. Um, yeah, we're being very mean. Dave Coulier, <laughs> if you're watching this, we respect you. Yeah, we, we respect do, we you really a lot. Do. <laughs> um, but so they finally remove her diaper. By the way, uh, Steph has run in. She's watching all of this. Yeah. When she sees them, when they go past her with the baby, she says showtime so she's really into this and it's funny Mm -hmm. because her reactions are all great and she just gets more and more disappointed with them as it continues like she's laughing at first and then by the end she's just like staring at these two adult men like wrapping her baby sister in paper towel and putting her in like a cheesecloth and thinking like yeah what is wrong with and, these like putting guys? the dirty diaper <laughs> in like a thing of tupperware yeah, yeah. they put so they they take off the diaper they put the dirty diaper in a tupperware container they get the like spray head of the kitchen sink and just start yeah. spraying her tushy <laughs> And, they and they're spraying spilling it everywhere too. They're not yeah. just like yeah. they don't exactly have good yeah. accuracy. They're spraying. All I, I, over. I was gonna say, yeah, the accuracy's not great. More water yeah. ended up on the floor than on Michelle. Yeah. Correct. And also by a lot. It's not even close. Yeah. I just want to. I, I just want to say, and then we can move on. A lot of baby butt in this scene. A lot of baby. Yes. Butt, yeah. Oh, and of course they dried the baby butt with a fan. Uh, yep. <laughs> and then they, they dry her with a fan. Towel. <laughs> they wrap her in paper towels and then as you said they put a cheesecloth on and they're like we did great and then <laughs> Steph says next time you should just use these and takes out a big thing of diapers well not just takes them out they're sitting right next to her at yeah, any yeah. point yeah. during the they scene they were sitting next to her the whole time <laughs> and they, at, they say to her why didn't you say that those were there at the outset and she says nobody asked me <laughs> Uh, Steph really killed. I will say about the scene. Uh, IMDb trivia time. I know the return of everybody's favorite segment. Yeah, there's a better one later, but I this one is important. Jeff Franklin, creator of Full House, uh, said that this was the scene that got Full House on the air. Really, the diaper changing scene. (laughs) No kidding. Like that. Like yeah, yeah, I can see how that would test well. (laughs) Like yeah, I mean, I can see why that's like that's it's the most like goofy sitcom scene yeah. of the pilot. Yeah. I'm like definitely see how that could test well. The best singular bit of the episode, however, is the curtain thing. I agree. Yes. I agree that's the best. Yep. It holds up the best, but like Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah I, I see scene. Yeah. I I understand. I see it. <laughs> uh absolutely iconic. And yeah, so we move on. <laughs> And then we cut forward in time. Danny comes home. The house is an absolute mess. <laughs> just dirty clothes just everywhere. Dirty yeah. clothes everywhere. And only some of it is Joey's. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Only some of it is Joey's. Uh, the showgirl shows up. Vanessa, yeah. Yeah. She's back and she wants to fuck. <laughs> so, so I just want to run through things a little bit. Jesse just rode his motorcycle and accidentally ended up in Reno. He met a showgirl. She's shipping out tomorrow. And so he's like, okay, we just got one night together. He told her the address he's moving to with his like brother-in-law and his three nieces. And some other guy. And some other guy. But why did he give her his address? (laughs) I guess yeah. if she's ever in town again, but yeah, like still, so. I'm like, yeah. 
you're sharing this house. This isn't like your apartment. There are like three little girls in you this house. You could have simply rented a hotel. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, give her give her the phone number. I guess they don't have cell phones yet. Yeah, but like, yeah. give her the phone number. Uh, but the address kind of throws me. Yeah, that's a little yeah. weird. Like, she just shows up uninvited. <laughs> I also want to note, when she shows up and he sees her, Jesse says... Have mercy. Ooh, there it is. I didn't clock it this time around, but I have it in my notes from my previous watch. It's our first have mercy, and it's (laughs) in response to this showgirl he wants to fuck showing up unannounced. So we were this close from hot damn or hot dog or shit. (laughs) Could you imagine (laughs) if Jesse's catchphrase was hot diggity dog? (laughs) I don't actually say hot diggity dog concerned viewers. I just. (laughs) Harrison, don't lie. I've heard you say it all the time. It's like your favorite phrase. It's my catchphrase. Maybe it's a thing where like you don't notice it, like you don't hear it, but you you tend to say that a lot. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like, yeah, I'll be like Harrison. I got the movie tickets and you're like hot diggity dog. (laughs) Yeah. And then the, and then the audience laughs, of course, because I live in a sitcom. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's like a random laugh track. Oh my God. Can you imagine if there was just a laugh track in your life, which is from out of nowhere, laughter just follows you around. Yeah. Yeah. Harrison, I, I don't want to like make you feel bad, but honestly, like, I think we would hang out more if there wasn't a laugh track following you around. I just like, I can only deal with it so much. Oh, I'm sorry. See, I personally enjoy the laugh track. I'll try to talk to the producers. I just find it distracting. I enjoy the laugh track. It makes me feel validated. Oh, thank you, Zach. my comedy. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you for your laugh track. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, uh, the showgirl is here, um, and they're doing a head count, and this is when Steph reveals the big twist uh dj moved out <laughs> yeah dj's she's gone. Just gone yeah she's gone so danny he gets all serious he starts like call he starts getting ready to call people they run up to the, her room yeah they run up to the room and by the way dj was very thorough like genuinely yeah. all her stuff is gone <laughs> she did a lot in very in a very short amount of time yeah <laughs> It's almost impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Danny's all serious. He's like, I'm going to call all her friends. Uh, Joey, you get, you tell the neighbors. Jesse, you do this. Get the car running. And then Steph says the greatest line in the episode, and I'll go get DJ. And it's very good because everyone immediately turns around and runs back in. And they're like, yeah. what did you say? They were literally, it was the motion of they were walking out of the room and then they used yeah. the momentum and like turn around. To turn back around. It's so good. Yeah. Danny's just like, you know where DJ is? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, why didn't you say anything? And Steph says, no one asked me. <laughs> Steph, you got to learn these things this is not the proper way to behave if you keep going around here i just like i see it and i'm like how rude i yeah i will say i do like how there's like a little bit where after she says nobody asked me the second time it cuts to jesse and joey and they're like she's got a point fair fair (laughs) yep that's fair also uh mark 10 comedy points on using steph's real catchphrase uh to comment on her current catchphrase thank you nobody asked me (laughs) yeah there is a phenomenon yeah. of every once in a while they'll try to give a character a catchphrase and it won't stick and then they will get a catchphrase in Futurama like in the first two episodes Professor Farnsworth says like at, at one point well I already am in my pajamas <laughs> and that obviously doesn't stick and then his catchphrase becomes good news everyone. And I just love the idea that they were like, they thought I'm already in my pajamas was going to catch on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's that's that one's worse than nobody asked me. Yeah, but I do think how rude is a better catchphrase than nobody asked. It is. Yeah. 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 Steph is very rude. This episode. How rude. How rude. She just needs to cut it out. <laughs> Am I right, fellas? Uh, you, have Zach, mercy. Zach, you got it, yes. dude. Hey. Oh, my lantern. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have mercy. Uh. How you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> Did I do that? Did I? We <laughs> just started going into legend. Wait for it. Dairy. What you talking about, Mark? But who's driving the bus? <laughs> who's driving the bus? Uh, anyway, TJ's in the garage. Yeah. Yes, she's moved to the garage. She's talking to Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. We got a Kimmy Gibbler mention. We got a Kimmy Gibbler mention. We don't see her, but we hear her name. Yeah. And DJ says, Kimmy has three sisters, and she doesn't have to share a room. Three sisters and a brother, presumably, according to Fuller House. I was going to say, Mark. Yeah. According to IMDb trivia. Mm -hmm. Oh. It says when DJ is talking to Kimmy Gibbler over the phone, she says she has three sisters. But in future episodes... It's revealed that Kimmy only has one sibling. And I know what you're all thinking. It's Jimmy Gibbler from Fuller House. No. <laughs> it's revealed that she has one sibling, uh, an older brother named Garth. Wait, huh? Wait, so Timmy Gibbler's family is just an ever-shifting yeah. uh, like point in the multiverse? Like, she just like... <laughs> what? What happened to her other siblings? Uh, well, Garth is, what is the uh, going on? okay. Garth is the black sheep of the family. Nobody talks about him. He like Here's, took all their money. And here, used it here for is him. my theory. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kimmy's three sisters and her brother Garth all combined did like a magical girl <laughs> transformation, combining into one person, and that became you guessed it, Jimmy Gibbler. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, like I like that. It. I do like that. I, I was going to say Kimmy does have five siblings total, right. three sisters and two brothers, Garth and Jimmy. However, Garth and the three sisters did something so heinous yeah. that Kimmy <laughs> has cut them out of her life. And she's like, yes. I have one sibling, Jiminy Jeffcoat Gibbler. I started calling him Jiminy Gibbler at one Jiminy, point, and yeah. I think it works yeah, yeah. so much better. Right, right. It does. Uh, can I, add, can I uh, amend my... Yeah. Uh, I kind of prefer well. yours to mine, though. Zach. Yeah, I, I have I have an amendment to mine. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason why they were all combined and Kimmy wasn't is because her parents were doing some like weird science experiments trying to combine all their children. Yeah. But Kimmy is the one who escaped, Ooh. and that's why she wasn't part of the experiment. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. And they were trying to create the perfect man, which they did. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. If we're following Mark's theory, is it like Garth Gibbler? Like was. Uh, part of like a mafia family and then the other three did like an mlm scheme mm. like they just <laughs> maybe i think i think i i was thinking he just like betrayed them personally but here's mm. my other thing because i was imagining this magical girl transformation thing a yes. little differently okay. i think kimmy has four siblings three yeah. sisters and a brother garth uh-huh they each found a magic ring yes and <laughs> When they hold up their fists and do a magic and say and say the magic chant, they combine to form Jimmy Gibbler. Yes. I okay, I love this. And then they just got stuck like that. With your powers combined, I am Jimmy Gibbler. Why does Jimmy Gibbler's voice sound like a discount goofy? Because that's my Captain Planet impression. Okay. Your powers combined, I'm Captain Planet. And Zach, I mean, you say they're stuck like that. I don't know why they would want to be anything other than yeah, Jimmy was, Gibbler. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's true. Why would they, they ever want to go back? Gibbler. Yeah, why would they ever go back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we cracked the case. Mm -hmm. They each found magic rings. Their parents are like traveling the world. So like they were on a trip to some far off magic land and found magic rings. It makes and perfect sense. And they gave sense. them to their four children. They yeah. left Kimmy behind, Home Alone style. Well, Kimmy <laughs> just wanted to hang out with the Tanners. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, right. I think that's I was thinking happened. like Home Alone style, where she would just like defend her house from two, <laughs> yeah. Zach, uh, Zach, from two incompetent robbers. Yes. Zach, that's just crazy. That's ridiculous. That would never happen. Why would they leave her home alone while their other children found magic rings? <laughs> <laughs> but no, they all found magic rings and they just had to decide among them who wouldn't get a magic because there were five of them yeah, and four yeah, yeah. rings. Ki Kimmy took one for the team. It took like a rock paper. Yeah. We have to move tournament. on. I think yeah. we have to move on. Okay, let's move on. They try to get DJ to move upstairs. She doesn't want to. Yep. Jesse makes a joke. Uh, nice parenting, Dad. 
You just finished Cosby's book. Has not aged well. Oh, Mark, we're only just getting started. Oh, what happens next, pray tell? Uh, well, you see, Joey decides in his infinite wisdom. Oh, someone mentioned Cosby? Better pull out my Bill Cosby impression. Has not aged well uh, uh, very bad I wonder what watching this would have been like five years ago you know like just imagine like you sit down and you're like oh a Cosby impression how quaint <laughs> yeah and I mean like that's not necessarily the show's fault I mean I don't think they could it's have not, predicted it's not the what show's happened fault. with Bill it's just Cosby it's just uncomfortable to watch yeah, back yeah. Yeah. I don't think and it, they could have predicted that Bill Cosby was a monster, but it's weird oh, no. that that's in there. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not yep. saying they should have predicted yep. no, it. No, no, I know. Should have I know, done it I differently. Yeah. I just think it's funny yeah. that, like, we have a completely no. different interpretation yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I also want to say it's funny because in this scene, Danny's perspective is very much like the basement is it's, is not fit for a human being to be living in it. And <laughs> by the next season, they say, hey, Joey, why don't you move into the basement? <laughs> <laughs> and they do like fix up the basement and like make it into a real uh or the garage or whatever make it into a real room but i really like that it's like this is not fit for a human being joey <laughs> you take it <laughs> joey you're not human <laughs> anyway uh danny charges jesse with getting dj to move back into her room and and DJ charges Jesse twenty dollars. Yep. Yeah. Or they haggle, no, no, which they, I love. They, haggle, they, they yeah. do haggle, but yeah, the yeah. Um, Je well, Jesse immediately says, "Like, look, I really want to get back to Vanessa upstairs, so why don't you just move back in? I'll give you fifteen bucks." And DJ goes fifty dollars, and <laughs> Jesse goes up a, up a bit, and she says forty nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> DJ is one of the MVPs of this episode. Yeah. Yes. She's very good at haggling yep. and negotiating. Yep. But also she's like totally not being cool about how Jesse wants to fuck this showgirl. Yeah. Not yeah. cool, bro. Hey, DJ's got all the leverage here. It's true. I do love that he says $20 and then she says $21, which is just fucking yep. genius yep. because he can't go any lower yep. than that you can't be like twenty dollars yeah. and fifty cents like <laughs> yeah and and she just sticks out her hand and goes vanessa's waiting <laughs> it's it's great he pays her the money he goes upstairs only to find out that danny has has driven vanessa away because he suggested that she sleep on the couch damn <laughs> damn and to which Jesse immediately asks for his money back. Yeah, I really like that. It's like he did not care about DJ being back in the house. He really <laughs> just wanted to be with Vanessa. Yeah. He really just wanted to fuck a showgirl. Yeah. <laughs> he truly wasn't paying DJ to move back in. He was paying DJ to let him fuck Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when it didn't happen, he's like, I want my money back. It's yeah. wild. The terms of this agreement are, are null and void. <laughs> but she gives Jesse back the money and decides she's moving back downstairs. But Danny follows her and we get a classic, our first classic full house heart to heart scene uh, with the very obtrusive music. Yes. And it's it's a very tender scene where, you know, DJ talks about how everything's changing and she it feels like she's losing everything in her life and she doesn't like it. And Danny says, well, you still have me and Steph and Michelle and Uncle Jesse and also Joey, who is not your uncle. <laughs> yeah, it's like very yeah. weird how he yeah. says like and Uncle Jesse and Joey. <laughs> yeah. And it's a very nice, tender scene. And I did find the music a little obnoxious, but Sam, yeah. a apart from the music, I thought it was a really nice, tender scene. They do. They uh, do. Ready to go yeah. heart to heart. <laughs> and they walk back in and they see that Jesse is playing with Michelle. He's maybe, maybe he's a bit of a softy. Maybe he's not as cool a guy as he as he seemed. Mm -hmm. And then they start singing the Flintstones theme song. Yeah. 
Adorable. Yeah. Uh, adorable. And at the very end of the theme song, uh, Steph, Steph shouts, Wilma! And that I thought was very cute. That was cute. It was cute. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious as to what led them to choose the Flintstones. Yeah, because Joey just sing. chooses it unprompted. Uh, yeah. It's just this. Uh, my guess is, I mean, being realistic, yeah. and it's also it's just what they could get the rights for, probably. I guess. I yeah. I guess, and I understand it's a classic, and Joey likes cartoons, but also, ooh, imagine if they all just started rapping. <laughs> I said a hip hop, maybe. Yeah, and they just started doing rappers' delight. They, they <laughs> sing the entirety of rappers' delight. Yeah, it's like a the entire like ten minute version. Yep. Oh, God. No, I would love it if there was like an episode going on where it's like just like Jesse and Joey are just singing rappers' delight to a baby while an entire episode of a sitcom happens in the background. <laughs> so it's like an episode happens, and every now and then they just cut back to Jesse and Joey rapping to the baby. Yep. <laughs> Because that is the end of the episode. All right. I did just want to say, like, for as much as we're having fun with this, I do, after the episode is over, I'm like, I don't think it was necessarily the best pilot in the world, nor the funniest, but I do see why this show ran for nine seasons. Yes. There is, like, yes, something very, sure. very watchable and very nice here. Yeah. That's yeah. The way I think about it. It was good. It yep. was good. I enjoyed yep. watching it. Yep. Uh, and I have enjoyed 100 episodes of the podcast, which brings us to our 100th yes. edition of our favorite segment. Say it with me, everybody. Sad, Sad boy, boy of, of the, the week. One hundred sad okay. boys, guys. We gotta pick this. I think it's Jesse. Way. I'm just gonna say it. I, I was think gonna it's say, Jesse. I don't think there's a lot of like contenders for this. I think it's just Jesse. I think you it's Jesse. What? Huh? Yeah, you're right. It is. He's Jesse, in. He's in it? the room with. He's he's in the room with the bunnies. He's getting hugged when he doesn't want to be hugged. He's made to play ballerina. This showgirl who he really wants to have sex with shows up. I was going to say can't. he haggles with a child and loses. <laughs> he demands his money back from the child. <laughs> to which Danny chastises him and is like, "You paid off my child." Yeah. Oh, we also didn't mention one of my favorite. Yeah. We also didn't mention one of my favorite lines in the episode, which is when Danny finds out that DJ is gone. He turns to Jesse and Joey and he says, I leave for seven hours and you lose 33% of my children? 33 and a third percent, actually, Danny. I'm sorry. You got to be mathematically correct. Uh, I mean, I guess you didn't want to. He was running to the nearest old person. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But I think I I was going to say just based on the fact that his entire arc is based on he wants to fuck this showgirl and he can't because he's living in a room with three small children. And we didn't even mention how bad he is at changing diapers. I was about to bring that up as well. The diaper changing thing. He He is the worst at this. (laughs) And Joey is also pretty He shouts at a baby, tells it to shut up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Joey does some weird shit in this episode. He has no he has no suitcase, yep. no washing machine. Here's the thing. Joey's entire existence is sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, Jesse was just also, aggressively sad in this. <laughs> yeah, Jesse was aggressively yeah. sad and very funny in his sadness. Oh yeah. Joey, you can argue Joey's sad you can argue Joey's sad, but also I hated Joey. <laughs> <laughs> We don't hate Joey. We don't hate this is a, Joey. This is a bit, but we, I think, yeah, Jesse was like sad Jesse. in a more entertaining yeah. way. Yeah, I think it's which Jesse. Which is why I think we got to give the 100th sad boy of the week to Uncle Jesse. Congratulations. Yay! Yay! And, uh, yay. and uh, that's it for the 100th episode of Rewatch Party. Oh my god, guys, 100 episodes. Can you believe it? I sure can't. <laughs> I can't Me either. neither. It's wild. Who could have seen this coming? Whatever happened to predictability? I mean, the milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. I don't, what are you, is that, are you referencing something? How did we get to living here, about. Zach? Can someone tell me, please? This whole world. I don't. Confusing me. I'm really confused, and I don't know what you're referencing. Uh, so I think we should just like end the episode. We're about to do bam, 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 bam. Well, you see, Mark, everywhere you look and everywhere you go, there's a heart. It's a 
or like a hand you can hold on to. Everywhere you, know? you look. Yep. Uh, before we end our 100th episode, I just want to say thank you all to everybody who has supported us for 100 episodes, whether it's Full House Podcast, whether it's Rewatch Party. Uh, we appreciate each and every single one of you who has tuned in week after week to watch us uh, talk about silly shows and be stupid in the process. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Anything else you guys want to say? No, I think you really, I think you really nailed it. I agree with everything you said. I think you summed it up well. All right. Well, that with that being said, this concludes our 100th episode. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun podcast stuff. If you like what you just listened to, you can like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rewatch Party Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And until next time. Keep rewatching, and may your houses be fuller. You're still 100 more episodes, baby! Yay! <laughs> Woo!